Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat Dakota? Who dare? Who dare? Dat me. <laughs> dat you. I think I digitally clipped. Digitally clipped? Yeah, I heard a digital clip. That's okay. That's all right. Fix it later. Fix it later. Okay, Freedom Friday on this beautiful Friday, the... 13th. 13th. <sighs> you know... A lot of people are superstitious of that day. They are. A lot of people. Mm-hmm. We went to a um, our waitress even mm-hmm. said she just doesn't like this day because it's it reminds her of bad things. But see, for me, I always have such a great day on this day. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I don't know why. To be just like another day. It is. It is just another day. But I mean, nothing. I don't get anything bad you know what i mean it's no. not like it's a it's a bad day you're not expecting it you know mm-hmm. bad stuff hmm. the only thing bad is these stories yeah that's bad that's always bad but that happens every day <sighs> not just on the 13th of friday i know we're gonna start the show off talking about these two elderly people unrelated different states that got attacked by uh, they're not even human. They're just, they're demons. They are spiritual evil entities yeah. that live in a host body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the problem is, is we, you know, society doesn't recognize that, you know, our laws don't recognize that. So the, these, these entities that are in the host body, the host is, is gone. They're no longer there. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, you know, our laws and stuff don't recognize that. And so they still treat them like they're human, um, you know, and want to imprison them and rehabilitate. Rehabil- right. Yeah. But they're, they're just, they're demonic entities. So we're going to start off with these two stories, these two uh, demons in flesh suits, literally uh, what they did to these elderly people. And then uh, we're going to talk about this, oh, another, another demon. Well, that's what this show's about. We're, we're, we're telling you. About the zombie apocalypse. In fact, we're reporting from the zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. We used to just warn about it, right? I mean, can you remember that? We yeah. used to go, hey, it's oh, coming, yeah. folks. It's We live in perilous times. It's getting darker. Yeah, here it is. It's so dark. You know, it's so dark. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And it's here. And it's the zombie apocalypse is here. Unfortunately... Most of the world, they don't recognize it. No. Like I said, you know, our laws and stuff still think these are people. They're mm-hmm. humans. That's why you can't just shoot them and, you know, shoot them. You know, like in those zombie movies, 
you know, the zombie movies, everybody's like, that's not a zombie. Mm-hmm. It's holed up in the in the mall, and the zombies are coming after them, trying to eat their brains. Yep. And so you're shooting zombies, you know, because they're no longer human. Well, it's not like that in the movies. It should be, but it's not. Uh, and so they, these things exist, and they keep, you know. But see, I believe that a lot of these rules, these laws, to protect the suspects were made so that the Nephilim can be protected. They do take care of themselves. You're right. Absolutely. They take care of, they take care of each other and uh, they, they want to destroy humanity. Yeah. Cause look at all those pedophilia um, wow. laws to yeah. protect the pedophiler. Yeah. Those laws were made not to protect the victims, but the actual you know, the elite that mm-hmm. actually do these kind of crimes. Mm-hmm. Yep. They do take care of one another. So we're going to uh, talk about this guy in Vegas, another demon in a flesh suit. That's unbelievable. And then uh, this North Carolina mother is warning about this popular Roblox video game. We'll talk about that. I guess it's very popular. I'm uh, I'm too old to play video games. Or any kind of game. I don't play games. Uh, I'm just too old for that. I, they don't do anything. I have I have better things to do with my time, I, I guess. But um, I just don't. And I don't have little kids around me or grandkids or anything that do stuff like that. So I'm totally unfamiliar with this. But it's a whole other world. But anyway, it's not a good world. We'll talk about that. And then here's this um, a good story. Well, it ends up good. It's not really good for anybody, but it ends up good. We're going to talk about this uh, zombie apocalypse and one woman's answer to uh, to a zombie. Mm-hmm. All right? That's what's awaiting everybody who's mm-hmm. hanging out. Mm-hmm. 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 So, Ms. Capel, you got a scripture. Yes, I do. And let me see if I can find it. Because- you better find it. It's in the Bible somewhere. <laughs> Jeremiah 19, thus saith the Lord, go and get a potter's earthen bottle and take of the ancients of the people and the ancients of the priest and go forth unto the valley of the sun and Hinnom, which is by the entry of the east gate and proclaim there the words that I shall tell thee and say, hear ye the word of the Lord, O kings of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem, thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, behold, I will bring evil upon this place the which whosoever heareth his ears shall tingle because they have forsaken me and have estranged this place and have burned incense incense in it unto other gods whom neither they nor their fathers have known nor the kings of Judah and have filled this place with the blood of innocence. They have built also the high places of Baal to burn their sons with fire for burnt offerings unto Baal, which I commanded not nor spake it, neither came it into my mind. Therefore, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that this shall that this place shall no more be called Tophet, nor the valley of the son of Hinnon, but the valley of Slota. And I will make void the council of Judah and Jerusalem in this place, and I will cause them to fall by the sword before their enemies, and by the hands of them that seek their lives, and their carcasses will I give to them to be meat for the fowls of the heaven and for the beasts of the earth." And I will make the city desolate and a hissing. Every one that passes by 
shall be astonished and hissed because of all the plagues thereof. And I will cause them to eat the flesh of their sons and the flesh of their daughters, and they shall eat every one the flesh of his friend in the siege and straightness, wherewith their enemies and they that seek their lives shall straighten them. Then shalt thou break the bottle in the sight of the men that go with thee, and shalt say unto them, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Even so will I break this people and this city, as one breaks a potter's vessel that cannot be made whole again, and they shall bury them in Tophet, till there be no place to bury. Thus will I do unto this place, saith the Lord, and to the inhabitants thereof, and even make this city as Tophet. And the houses of Jerusalem, the houses of the kings of Judah shall be defiled as the place of Tophet because of all the houses upon which roofs they have burned incense unto all the host of heaven and they have poured out drink offerings unto other gods. Then came Jeremiah from Tophet, whither the Lord had sent him to prophesy and he stood in the court of the Lord's house and said to all the people, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I will bring upon this city and upon all her towns, all the evil that I pronounced against it, because they have hardened their necks, that they might not hear my words. Sounds like a a zombie apocalypse to me. Mm -hmm. See, and the more that people turn away from God and want nothing to do with God, their housing, their bodies become temples of these evil things Mm -hmm. where it just produces death, Mm -hmm. evil and death. You lose your uh, natural protections that God has given you, mm-hmm. and then your spiritual protections are totally gone today. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, you just open yourself up to to a demonic. And that's what we're seeing in these control. in these stories today. Yeah, you do. Hey, uh, while mm. you still you still got the Bible software open, if you don't, please go back where it says bottles. Will you look up the Hebrew on that? that on sounds, Jeremiah, th- yeah. Because you, okay. you're it, you're reading this as bottles, and then he'll break the bottle. That mm-hmm. just sounds very odd to me. Okay. The word bottles there sounds weird. I I just I imagine it should be vessel, and not bottle. Okay, let me look at that. Um, because you're talking about breaking the clay, or a clay jar. So is uh, Hebrew twelve twenty eight. That means bag bug. It's a bottle from the gurgling in empty. Um, it's a cruise, and it's from the word bakak, a to pour out, to empty, to depopulate, to spread out as a fruitful vine, to make empty, hmm. fail. Um, huh? Is it translated bottle um, a lot of times, or what? Well, let me see here. It just sounds odd to me. That's all. It just sounds very strange. It's uh, one. It's only. It only, it's only in the Old Testament three times. See, that figures. It that it, it just it just figures. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, three in First times. Kings it's a cruise of honey. Yeah, uh, Jeremiah it's done twice. Um, yeah. yeah, and both the, the other two times are in Jeremiah. Yeah, it's called bottle. bottle. I've never heard that before. To me, it mm-hmm. seems like it should have said vessel. Mm-hmm. Cruise is fine. A cruise, but a bottle just does not. In the Hebrew, doesn't seem right. I know we've accepted bottle for wine cask or flask or wine skins um, in the New Testament. We said it's always been bottle, um, but that just it just seems weird to me. It's mm-hmm. when you were reading that, it just slapped me in the face, going, "That just doesn't sound right." Mm-hmm. But anyway, who am I to say the uh, King James is being changed as we speak? Mm-hmm. What do I know? Okay, first story. And perhaps we're going, what is he talking about? You don't want to know. 
believe me. You don't want to know. You don't want to know what I'm talking about. First story is right here locally for us, Nevada. Nevada, Las Vegas. I cannot believe this city doesn't get the press, the negative press that other cities like Chicago and Detroit, Boston, you know, these other crime-ridden cities get. Unbelievable. There's so much hell in this place. It's unbelievable. Definitely. It's the it has a really seedy underside, Las Vegas. There are a lot of homeless uh, people, and I don't mean homeless like, oh, they don't have a mortgage. I mean street urchin, demonic, demon-possessed pieces of crap mm-hmm. that live on the street, just like in San Francisco. And uh, they live in these underground water, um, you know, tunnels mm-hmm. under the city. And they, they drugs and everything you can imagine, murder, it's like crime. The apocalypse. It's Thunderdome. It's, Thunderdome. It's just like Thunderdome. So this story is uh, from Fox News. Nevada woman, she's 80 years old. Oh, this is such a disheartening She's, she's story. beaten, she's shot in the face by a home invader who was naked in her home. Yeah. Apparently, in this location of Vegas, there is a park nearby. And this city park, by the way, Mm-hmm. is filled with these homeless demons these 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 apocalyptic zombies infested infested and they do drugs they do crime and what what they've been doing is they watch the houses around there and apartments and stuff around there and they follow people home mm-hmm. and then they do invasions and stuff so this should be a bigger story all over the place yeah um, there should be an outrage there should be but, you know, a lot of people in Vegas are more concerned about the Knights, the Golden Knights, their hockey team, than about stuff like this. Yeah, Stormy I, Daniels. Just, <laughs> yeah, Stormy Daniels. It's just it's just the way society is today. But this is, this is absolutely unbelievable. So she's an 80-year-old woman. She's in Vegas. She was nearly killed by this guy who was wearing nothing but a baseball cap. Yeah. He invaded her home. He shot her. He beat her. He attempted to rape her. 80 years old. The victim uh, claimed she was beaten, shot, nearly raped by this man. This guy's 53 years old. (laughs) It occurred last Sunday in a woman's home. And uh, I recognize these streets, Maryland Parkway and Charleston Boulevard. I mean, there's a lot of crime. You see Charleston Boulevard, there's all kinds of hit and runs. People die every day on the road there. I I mean, in parking lots, crossing the the street. I can't tell you how dangerous it places. She she woke up in the middle of the night with uh, the sound of rattling dishes. So she gets up to investigate and she sees this guy in her house and he's he's naked. He just has a, a hat on. See, that's demonic behavior right there. Mm -hmm. Nakedness is demonic behavior. People don't run around naked in public Mm -hmm. unless you you have demon possession. There's multiple personalities. I I know they like to give it a fancy name like schizophrenia or bipolar or something. It's nothing but plain old demonic possession. Mm -hmm. It's the same stuff, same crap, new day, but there's more of it. Mm -hmm. Probably because we just got more people. And then all the portals are open and you combine all the stuff to the end of the age. And yeah, yeah, we, that's just it. Yeah. The portals have been open. 
all the gods have returned, you know, all the, the little G gods have returned from the, the, the Mayan calendar. You know what I mean? It's, we're just like a big hot mess right now. We are just a big hot mess. It was just waiting for God to just like in time, you know, he's, I don't know who's going to be left. I really don't in the next couple of years. I, it's bad in my view, you know, in my little pessimistic world, I don't see it surviving much longer on any front, not just crime front, but politically, economically, you know, I, I just don't see it um, surviving mm-hmm. uh, in, in, the, in the generation coming up. Oh, uh, they're screwed, man. So anyway, uh, this, this 80 year old lady, she, she asked this guy what he's doing in her house. Can you imagine? Yeah. I mean, this lady, I got to tell you, she's brave. Yeah. She has huevos, man. And, uh, the dude had a screwdriver or was a screwdriver and he told her, I'm going to rape you. So for over an hour, this 80 year old lady watched petrified as this dude raided her home. He stole bracelets, pearls. At one point, he slapped her and he attempted to sexually assault her. He also uh, told her multiple times he was going to kill her if she moved mm. from the couch on which she was sitting. Devastating. One time she got up to, to go to the front door to leave and he tackled her. He said, get back on the couch. And she was sitting on the couch and it was this is odd, but she remembered she had an antique 25 caliber handgun hidden <laughs> under the couch. She never fired it. It's a 1948 handgun. That'd be scary to even fire something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was a gift to her from her father to her mother. So you can imagine how old, 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 old it yeah. is. Yeah. And just as she reached for the weapon under there, the man took it away from her. Mm. And he told her, I'm going to have to kill you. And uh, she tells him, come on, you don't have to do that. And finally, after about an hour, he turned to leave. But before he left... He shot her in the forehead. Now, this is amazing. Somehow, they say the bullet didn't penetrate her brain. Um, She don't know if she just jerked her head away at the last minute or whatever, but there was no serious damage. That's a miracle. It's a miracle. Any way you slice it, that is a miracle. Yeah. So she calls the police at at roughly about 9 a.m. So this guy's there all night. Yeah. And she went to the hospital. She, she was there three days recovering from all these uh, injuries. And uh, she's, of course, she hasn't, you know, returned home. She's staying with a friend somewhere else. I mean, how can you go back? Yeah. There, you know? Ugh, no. And she says uh, that she wasn't scared. She was a former antiques dealer. She goes, I just kept thinking I, I just don't want to die this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, uh, she described this this demon to the cops and he had a large tattoo of a woman on his arm. And so, uh, they, they arrest him at this park where all these hobos hang out. All these demon possessed idiots hang out there. Cause all, and I say idiots like that. I don't feel sorry for them because these people have given up. They, they have, they have, they have rejected truth mm-hmm. and they've lived the lifestyle to the point where they've opened themselves up to this and have accepted it. And now they're totally possessed. So I don't have any sympathy for for zombies. Spiritual zombies don't get any sympathy from me. Because these are choices they made Mm -hmm. in life. This is what they end up being. So um, uh, anyway, so there you go. They got a park there with all these crazy people that follow people home and break their house and 
And rape people. Yeah. So she's, you know. But I tell you what, she's she's uh, she's one tough cookie. Yeah. Shot right in the forehead and, and like no serious damage. Wow. She's strong. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, Unbelievable. Amazing. Yeah. Now, here's another uh, story. It's just hard to talk about. It's hard to read, you know, because yeah. when you're talking... When you're talking humans that are 80 and 90 years old and stuff, they, there's not very a, vulnerable and they're, um, yeah, they, they're out without defense. And there's not a whole lot they can do that you would go, oh, yeah, you know, this 91 year old guy deserved this. <laughs> you know, it's just not a whole, it's like a little baby. Oh, yeah, that four month old baby deserved that. <clears throat> so here's, uh, this is in LA. And there was an arrest made of an, uh, for beating somebody beat this 91 year old man because he was Mexican and they, they told him to go back to Mexico. Um, now here's, what's amazing. The person that beat him half to death was an African American. I don't even want to say a woman, an animal Mm -hmm. named Laquisha, Laquisha Jones. Really? Laquisha? That's what you're going to do? Mm-hmm. You're 30 years old, Laquisha, and you're going to hit a 91-year-old man be- with a brick because he's Mexican? Yeah. Come on. It says a week after 91-year-old Mexican man says he was beaten with a concrete block. Now, there's witnesses that have filmed this, so this isn't just made up to pick on Laquisha. Laquisha really did this. Can you imagine? Mm-mm. No. No. <laughs> He was beat with a concrete block. This is in Cuckoo, California. Go figure. Southern right? California. She's been arrested finally. Laquisha Jones was arrested Tuesday night in LA on suspicious of beating Rudolfo Rodriguez. She was being held on a charge of assault with a deadly weapon with a 200 grand bail. Mm. So here's his story. Rodriguez, remember he's 91 years old. 91 years old. Here's what he says. He goes, I'm walking to a park on July 4th. (laughs) July 4th. America, right? Home of the free, home of the brave, home of LaQuisha. He passed LaQuisha and a girl. He says, without warning, LaQuisha hit him with a concrete block. Good night. And then he said she she enlisted a group of other men to start kicking and beating on him. Are you serious? What men? I want to know what men. Oh, you can't even call them men. Came to LaQuisha's command to start kicking and beating this guy. You should see the pictures of him. I know. It's awful. Uh, Both people, both the lady we just talked about and this guy, they're both, see pictures of him. Go to our Facebook page, Fifth Hook Media. Look at pictures of these people. They're old, old people. So he, Rodolfo says, I didn't even bump into her kid. Even if he did, <laughs> even if he did bump into her kid and knocked her down, you don't to beat him with a brick? No. He says, I just passed her and she pushed me mm. and she hit me until she was done. So there, there was a witness to this. Um, and- I wish there was somebody else that could, could have given them, you know, a lesson. You know what I'm saying? Well, I know. Yeah. This is the world, man. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a zombie apocalypse. 
That's why we're reporting Freedom Friday from the zombie apocalypse. We're holed up in our little, uh, our concrete bunker. We're underground right now. Not really. <laughs> but we should be. Um, but I don't, you know why I don't? I don't want to, I don't want to come out and emerge. I don't want to survive this. No. I want this to be over and I want to be gone. This, this is just crap. Mm-hmm. What a crap world. So this witness who saw LaQuisha hitting this 91-year-old man, the witness heard her saying, go back to your country, go back to Mexico. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean about the hate? Now, it's one thing, you know, you, you're, you're stupid enough to watch mainstream news like mm-hmm. CNN and Fox and NSBC, and, and you listen to all the, the vitrolic language and hate you know, first, you know, first we were hating Muslims a couple of years ago. Now we're hating Mexicans and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, it's then, then, you know, you're hating black people and you're hating, you know, white people. You know, you just hate everybody. Just It's just a world of hate. And it's one thing to to listen to that. It's another thing to be so infected by it that it changes your behavior to do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. You, you become infected like a zombie. Because they've riled you up with all their hate. Yeah, and you, and you don't and you don't have a a a one active brain cell in your mm-hmm. brain. Laquisha does not have a brain cell in her stupid thick skull to go. This is wrong. Mm-hmm. Really, go back to Mexico. Exactly. <laughs> so, so detectives have discovered this is not a not a hate related incident. See, can you believe it? Mm-hmm. They discovered it's not a hate related incident. Of course not. How could it be? You just see a Mexican walking down the street and, and you pick up a brick and say, go back to Mexico and beat it. But it's not hate related. Of course not. No. Come on. No. Now, if he would have walked by or some white guy would have walked by and say, hey, go back to Africa and hit her. Oh, that would have been a hate crime. Exactly. Reporting from the zombie apocalypse, right? Mm-hmm. So this guy, he says he travels about twice a year from his home in Mexico to visit friends here in L.A., he had a, uh, it didn't say if he was here legal or not. I don't know how a 91 year old man goes back and forth to Mexico to here without papers. So he Especially probably has papers. Now. Yeah. <laughs> right. So he, uh, he had a broken jaw, broken cheekbone, two broken ribs, bruises on his face, back, abdomen, everything. I know you should see the pictures. They're just horrible. Yeah. He says he doesn't know why he was attacked. He says at one point, uh, LaQuisha ran up to some men and told them that he was trying to take her daughter away from her. So the men joined in and started kicking and punching him aside. He's 91. They just wanted a reason to kick somebody. Yeah, he's 91. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, how much of a threat can this old guy be? LaQuisha's 30 years old. They don't have a picture of her, but I bet she's 270 pounds. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? So anyway, they were, uh, the sheriff's office. Now, these guys are genius, by the way. L.A. County mm-hmm. Sheriff, they're just brilliant. Um, we've dealt with them for years. They're brilliant. They say they're trying to determine a motive for the attack. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, let's scratch our brains on this one. She walks by and says, go back to Mexico and hits him with the brick. I mean, well, I don't, what motive are you looking for? Sheriffs? What are you really, what are you looking for? Well, they're trying to stay out of the political. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. You know what I mean, uh, how can we spin this? Oh, how can we spin this where it's not? Oh, oh we're going to get in trouble by the African community. Oh, mm-hmm. 
Apparently, there's a photo taken of uh, LaQuisha, and she has a concrete brick in her hand. So they have evidence of this. Um, anyway, the the lady who the tried to film her when I tried to videotape her, she says, um, LaQuisha threw the same concrete block and tried to hit my car. No. Yeah. And so the sheriff's office, you know, being the genius, they're still trying to determine if others were involved in the attack. Even though the witness have said it, the guys said it, the victim said it, she solicited other They're still trying to determine who, you know, other people. They're idiots. <clears throat> idiots. Uh, so anyway, I, I don't understand. Even if there's another side to this story, because a lot of times there's another side to it. I don't understand how you can take a concrete block and attack a 91-year-old man and not get charged with attempted murder and a hate crime. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't understand that kind of world. Really. Who, who are we protecting here? Exactly. Okay, number... Exactly. Th- exactly. Number three, a more zombie apocalypse. Um, and this guy is... This guy here is Mexican, Johnny Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to be fair and impartial. I'm going to talk about a Mexican now who's got a demon. Yeah, look at his picture. Oh, you got to see this picture. He makes Night Stalker look handsome. <laughs> Doesn't he? Yeah. Okay. A Boy Scout. <laughs> so once again, it's from the beautiful city of Las Vegas. Las Vegas, Nevada. Beautiful, you beautiful. See why beautiful. we don't go there? Unless absolutely necessary. And that's like, I haven't. we have no reason... The last time we went was uh, when we did the CCW stuff. Yeah. We went to the police station. And we were in and out of there. Yeah. Like a year ago. There's nothing there for me. I come from California. Southern California. I was born and raised there. You know what I mean? Beaches. I had beautiful malls, beautiful shopping. I come to Nevada desert. It, there's nothing here that, that strokes my uh, fancy. I, I, I've stayed at better, you know, roach motels. You know what I mean? Really? Come on. Come on. There's nothing here for me. Um, what I like is a peace and quiet where I'm at. Las Vegas Metro Police arrested a man, a demon, who allegedly raped and violently beat a man. It wasn't a man. It was, it was a boy. Yeah. Well, this oh, sounds minute. a little bitter, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. No, it's too, he was 25. He was 25. Well, at first they said he was a 14-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. The story has been updated apparently since the last time I read it. No, actually, there was a twenty. He raped and beat a twenty-five-year-old, but he had said that he had killed a fourteen-year-old. Oh, so there's two victims here. Well, something happened in the timeline because the story looks a little different to me. It does. It does. <laughs> I just read the story the other day, and it, it's it's different. So it doesn't say it's been updated. Well, updated July eleventh. I don't know. It's it's a little different. Anyway, Johnny um, Sanchez, 31 years old. Uh, let's see. He was booked for attempted murder and one count of sexual assault. He was accused and the rape and beating of a 25-year-old dude on what day? July 4th. Mm. So July 4th, when everybody else is barbecuing and having hot dogs and singing God Bless America, mm-hmm. Land of the uh, Brave, home of the free we got people getting hit with bricks and getting raped yep it's beautiful yep. a police report said that sanchez had told somebody else 
hey, I just killed a 14-year-old as he walked down the street. Because that's just something you say as you're walking down the street. Yeah. So this guy calls the police. The witness calls the police. They find Sanchez. He has blood all over his hands and his shoes. Mm. And when they when they find him, he's wearing blue jeans. He has no shirt on. He's all tatted up. He has tattoos everywhere. Uh, what a surprise. And he was carrying a black duffel bag. And when they contacted him, he was rambling in audible statements. Oh, there you have it. Basically, he was speaking glossolalia. Mm -hmm. He was just speaking glossolalia, probably an ancient Sumerian language, if we were to know. An officer said they later deciphered his words after reviewing body camera footage. Mm -mm. And apparently Sanchez had mumbled, quote, I don't care, devil gang. Mm. He also quoted this, don't do that. I'm going to hit you until you fall. Mm -hmm. Devil gang. So he told the police that little kid was in the alley and agreed to take them to the location in exchange for water. And the victim was later identified as a 25-year-old man. When I first read the story, he was a 14-year-old boy. Yeah. Now he's a 25-year-old man. It's amazing how fast they grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that was the whole thing why I posted the story, because it, it was a kid. Yep. Okay? Anyway. Well, they have to change the narrative. <clears throat> I don't know why. I don't either. The man was laying unconscious on the ground with a belt wrapped around his neck, body covered in blood. He appeared to have significant injuries over his body, but especially his head. He only had a shirt on. He was described as being 5'6", huh? who cares, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he had a shaved head and groomed eyebrows. Mm. What's that all about? Uh, they collected uh, 40 items of evidence at the scene, including two used condoms and traces of blood. So maybe yeah. it was a maybe it was a consensual sexual thing at first. When I first read the story, he uh, he had raped and almost killed a 14 year old child. And now it's a 25 year old kid. Well, man, that sounds like it was almost uh, consensual here. Mm -hmm. He went a little little gay crazy on him. Medical personnel said uh, the dude had a uh, nose fracture, broken ribs, head injuries, collapsed left lung, jaw fracture, torn left earlobe. Wow. Signs of strangulation and a foreign metal object inside his skull. Mm -hmm. In addition to internal hemorrhaging and multiple lacerations around his body, they also noted that he had significant trauma to his rectum. Nasty. So this guy, uh, this guy, you know. He tore him up. Yeah, this is attempted murder here. So anyway, um. Mm, and Sanchez guy, I guess, is not competent enough to speak with investigators. He mm. says um, he was barely able to stand, talking to himself and to imaginary people. Mm hmm. Mm. So, anyway, mm. demon in a flesh suit. There you have it. Right. Ugh, nasty. Yeah. Fuchi, fuchi. Maybe the dude told him to go back to Mexico. Who knows? He just went crazy. Yeah, these are the people who are coming from the border. <laughs> this guy, this guy, I don't know where he came from, man, but he's a homeless dude in Vegas. Scary, scary stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to take a break. All right. And then uh, we will be back. Then we shall continue. Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare, changed the way my spouse and I conduct spiritual battle and has increased our alertness level to the tactics of Satan. This is an excellent training manual for building a stronger marriage by exposing the tactics your enemies use against you. From all online digital retailers, God bless you all. 
You know, years ago when we wrote, uh, well, 2011, we wrote that book, Demons in Our Marriage Bed. You know, mm-hmm. it was bad for us. It really was, the demon stuff. But I tell you what, it, in my wildest imagination, I just, I just wouldn't believe we lived in a world that we live in today. You know, I, I just, I yeah. just couldn't believe it'd be this bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, on all fronts, political, news-wise, globally, economically, education-wise. Yeah, it's infiltrated so many areas. Wow. Everything, actually. Yeah. Just and it's out in the open. Mm-hmm. You know, all this stuff probably happened in the uh, behind closed doors, but now it's out there. Yeah. And it's not because um, we have the internet now, because we had the internet in 2011, believe it or not. And um, and it's not because journalism has become so good. <laughs> it's <laughs> contrary. Just because it's contrary. It's just happening everywhere, you know. Here's a mother from North Carolina, and she wants to send a warning out to... Everybody who might have little kids who play on Roblox, R-O-B-L-O-X, don't know what that is. It's a video game. Yeah. Once again, we don't play this stuff, so. Yeah, I don't know. But apparently uh, her seven-year-old, seven-year-old's avatar, I guess you play this online with other people, and uh, you have avatars that represent yourself, and... The avatar that belonged to this seven-year-old was violently gang-raped in the game. Mm-hmm. So that's not good. Her name is Amber Peterson. She was lounging in bed with her seven-year-old daughter last week. Just lounging in bed. Just lounging, okay? Mm-hmm. And she's watching her kid play the popular children's video game, Roblox. Roblox. On her iPad, when she saw a disturbing display on the screen. And what did she say, pray tell? What did she say? Hmm? She saw a confused daughter, paused, and showed her mom the screen, which Peterson says showed a female avatar, her daughter's character. Being violently gang raped. Violently gang raped. Can you imagine? You think that this is a, an innocent little game? You know, mm-hmm. you're sitting there with your kid on bed, you know, lounging around. Yeah. <sighs> it's probably a safe, you know, a little safe place for your kids to be, um, obviously, or you, she wouldn't be on there. But this avatar is being violently gang raped on a virtual playground by two male avatars. Dear Lord. So she says, words cannot describe the shock, the disgust, and the guilt that I'm feeling right now. But I'm trying to put those feelings aside so I can get to the warning, get this warning out to others. The posted, she posted on Facebook. A lot of people saw it. Um, it was shared for more than uh, seven thousand times just that afternoon. Wow! So a lot of people are were really mm-hmm. aware of this. I guess this. Um, Oh, she took screenshots of the incident. She shared them online. Disgusting. The photos show her daughter's character being assaulted by two uh, men. Uh, the, the article says two men. On a patch of grass as a female observer jumps on her body. Mm, wow. Mm, mm, mm. Peterson immediately shielded her daughter from the graphic scene, so she admits she caught the beginning of the alleged sexual act. I am shuddering to think of what kind of damage this image could have done on her psyche as well as... Thank uh, God the mom was there when 
She viewed it. Can you imagine if you, oh honey, just go play and uh, I'll be there, you know. You know, and this later. mom seems like a very alert mother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So good She's for her. Just lounging on bed watching her play. Can you imagine if she wasn't there? Yeah. Mm-mm. Or how, how much of this stuff has got through that other mothers didn't catch? Yep. Wow, 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 wow. That's disgusting. Yeah. See, they put stuff like that on purpose. Oh yeah. Yeah, this That's, this Apparently, this Roblox game has security settings that allow parents to block outside conversations or invitations from strangers. At the time, Peterson believed she adjusted the security settings to maximum privacy on her daughter's Roblox account. The kid's only seven years old. Yeah, you better. She said, at least we thought we did. The 35-year-old Peterson is urging others to take a closer look at their security settings as well as a monitor activity um, before... You know, going online with this user-generated game. Um, let's see. Ro- uh, Roblox boasts about being the number one gaming site for kids and teens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it has about 50 million active users in 2017. That's a lot. So apparently, virtual explorers come to Roblox. You create adventures, play games, you role-play and learn with your friends in a family-friendly, immersive 3D environment. Wow. Huh. Uh, um, last year, users on Roblox created 11 million titles. So Roblox told Fox News Friday evening it was outraged after learning about the incident and blamed the violent altercation on a bad actor, quote-unquote. It's a bad actor who has since been removed from the platform. The particular game Brooklyn was playing was reportedly suspended. Uh, they said, we have identified how this bad actor created the offending action and are putting additional safeguards in place to reduce the possibility of this happening again in the future. See, I we don't have, know. I don't I don't get it. I don't uh, know how they could have let something like that happen. I know. You know what I mean? How I does don't that believe happen? Them. Yeah. I don't believe it. Oh, man. <sighs> I don't believe it. I don't know. It's, it's I I can't I can't relate, but it's just nasty. One last story that I can relate to. I love this story only because of the outcome. I feel bad for the the mother and the kids uh, that had to go through it, and um, she'll continue to go through the trauma mentally. Uh, mom shoots a carjacker in the face to save her kids. Mm. So here's the deal. What's amazing too is the comments on this. A lot of people are blaming the mother for, you know, paying for gas and leaving the kids the car. I mean, you know, I mean, (laughs) you know, in a real world, you shouldn't have to worry about that. Now Mm. I would have locked them up, you know, maybe had two sets of keys or something. I don't know, but I, I don't know. I mean, taking toddlers, you know, into the gas station to put $5 on number four. You know, I, I'm, I'm not going to, I can't be the judge of that, but this shouldn't happen in the first place. Yeah. She's in Dallas. Um, she leaped into action as a man tried to drive away in her SUV with her two young children. But you know what? She'll never do that again. No. <laughs> uh, Ricky Wright is a suspected carjacker. Ricky Wright. He's hospitalized after he was shot. Uh, by this woman who was uh, driving off with her kids and refused to stop. Uh, let me tell you, you know, 
We used to have this dog that we'd take with us all the time. Mm-hmm. He'd go with us everywhere. In California, it was a lot cooler, obviously. We'd go everywhere. One of my biggest fears was getting my car stolen while he was, you know, in the car. Mm-hmm. And he was so spoiled, man. You know, we'd leave. Uh, they had a, he had his own fan on, you know, and everything. And, um, but that was like one of my fears. And so we would always, um, you know, use the, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? The uh, steering wheel locks. Yeah. You know. Um, I'm just, I don't use them out here, so I don't even, I forget what they are, but, you know, we'd lock the steering wheel and then, you know, you'd have two sets of keys and everything. So you make sure that, you know, I don't care safe. about the, yeah, I don't care about the car. I care about my dog that was in the car, you know, mm-hmm. anyway. So this mother, um, it's about 10 o'clock at night, right? Shame on her for being out that late. Uh, she goes to a shell gas station. And uh, she's in there putting, uh, you know, five on number four. And uh, the gas station employee says, hey, he uh, he goes, uh, somebody is uh, trying to get into your car. And inside her uh, was her children. They're age two and four. Ooh, see how scary that would be? Yeah. See, yeah. I, uh, I wouldn't have left those kids in no. that car. At 10 no. o'clock at night? No, I, I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. You're probably going to wake them up drag them and in. i've done that i've had my kid my sister's kids in the car yeah i had three of them and they were all under six yeah. and i remember i had to go to the restroom so bad and i thought i could just make it home you know but we still had like a half hour and there was no way i woke them all up and they went with me yeah you know what i mean because i could not live with myself if something happened, something to, happened kids. to them you can't leave them in there like that no mm. so anyway she uh She's alerted that this guy's trying to get into the car. Now, she said she had just started carrying a 9mm pistol in her glove compartment that week. And she jumped into the the vehicle after the man began trying to drive away. Now, she's Mm. lucky that that door was unlocked. Yeah. That she was able to get in there. Yep, yep, yep. Mm -mm. And she retrieved the gun and shot him in the face. So the dude then crashed the, the SUV in a nearby fence and then he staggered away and collapsed. Now, she's, she says this to the paper, and unfortunately, she shouldn't have said this because now when she's sued by this college student's family yep. and by the ACLU, and she's sued by all the libtards out there who says that she should have, you know, mm-hmm. let the man rape her in exchange for the release of her kids. When they, when they take her to court and grill her, she says this to the paper, and it's a stupid thing to say. She says, I should have emptied the whole clip, but I didn't. Um, she says, I'm not a killer or anything like that, but I do believe in defending what's mine. You can't make statements like that nowadays. Nope. Because some some attorney who has um, absolutely no moral sense at all will take that and turn you into a cold-blooded killer of this this poor young man who was just trying to earn his way to college by stealing your car. Mm-hmm. He was just trying to borrow your car, actually, to get to church. And did he do anything wrong he, to the kids? No, he, he didn't, didn't hurt them. Did he threaten them? No. He's no. just trying to get to church. He's earning his degree. He's he's turned his life around. Exactly. He probably um, didn't even know those kids were in the car. He didn't. He no, didn't. He, you know what? It, he probably thought it was his car. <laughs> he has a car. That, he, had, he knew a friend of a friend of a cousin who had a car just like that. That's all. And then this woman viciously shoots him in the face. Yeah. Doesn't try to talk to him. Hey, this ain't your car, son. You yeah. know. 
Because there was no threat. There was no threat. She she is horrible and a horrible mother for leaving the kids in the car and exactly. going putting number five on four. And she's going to get grilled in court. Believe me, it's not over. It's That's not over. what's unfortunate about the world that we live in. Yeah. So any of you guys that are concealed carry, carry a gun, never make a statement. Never, mm-hmm. ever make a statement. Lawyer up and, and uh, never make a statement because it'll be used against you. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, this guy who was shot in the face was non-life threatening injuries. That's amazing that he got shot in the face with a nine millimeter. Yeah, um, unfortunately. So he, he was booked on uh, unlawful restraint, unauthorized use of a motor vehicle. Those are probably two misdemeanors, you know, uh, wobblers. They, they, you know, they're probably, they're probably not a whole lot. Uh, the incident was praised by the National Rifle Association. Well, that's, of course, yeah. Yeah, but that's the other thing you don't want. You don't want praise like that. You just, you know, you want to lay low. Anyway, that's my, that's my opinion. No, but it's but it's true. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Yeah, words will get you in trouble on that. So anyway, it it had a it had a good outcome where she saved her kids. Yeah, and nobody was hurt except the bad guy. But uh, could you imagine the trunk? Could you imagine the kids? Mm. What, what what they saw going two and four years old, mm. seeing the panic in their mother and and the, this gun going off. You know how loud that is to your mm-hmm. eardrums. Uh, my goodness, you know, if you go to the gun range, you know, you put on your ear protector and your glasses and, you know, you got your jeans on and you're all safe. And, yeah, and plus it, you see this stuff in movies. This doesn't happen in real life. Yeah. Mm-mm, <laughs> mm-mm. You know? It's an enormous blast, enormous sound. It could it could damage your ears permanently. I mean, it's just frightening. And um, obviously she didn't think something like this could happen to her. No. No, she had, the, you know, the gun in the glove box and not on her. Um, but, Yeah. It just, uh, she just started carrying it last week. So that was fortunate. Ah, that was fortunate. But, you know, what, what the story is zombie apocalypse. Exactly. It's, it's insane. It's insane. So uh, that's all the good news I have, Ms. Pound. Well, pretty good, huh? It's excellent. And I had to stop there because I can keep going on and on. I got dozens of. Yeah, we actually have to stop at four or five stories because otherwise you guys would be with us. It's a six hour show. (laughs) I talked about everything that I, you know, (laughs) saw. All right. Good night. Yes. Ciao, baby.
Oh, my God. 